Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Olszewski, the wide receiver and return guy for the Steelers. He has four touches on the year. Two were fumbles. One was that inexplicable toe tap on the kickoff against Cleveland. That's four touches on the year for Gunner. Three disasters. And yet Gunnar Olszewski still has a job and still gets on the field. That's not Gunnar Olszewski's fault. It's a decent paying job. He shouldn't quit out of embarrassment. Nah, this is on the coach, Mike Tomlin, for deciding to keep Gunnar no matter what and to play Gunnar no matter what. Hey, Coach T, guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to us by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is Pittsburgh's hometown sportsbook. Bet now from anywhere. Got Sidney Crosby uh, at 5:15, so don't you dare go away. Yeah, I mean, I don't want Gunner to quit. I don't expect him to quit. Tomlin keeps playing him. The Steelers keep paying him. That's on Tomlin of the Steelers, not Gunner. But still, four touches, three disasters. The numbers don't lie, and Gunnar Olszewski on the field spells disaster for the Steelers. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Good hockey talk so far with Riley Smith and Phil Bork. Going to have sit at 515. Don't forget, tomorrow I do my show live, 3 till 7 p.m., an extra hour from the Cambria. That's the hotel right next to... PPG Paints Arena right above it. That's with our good friends at Bud Light. So be sure to stop in and uh, say hello and talk hockey and have a Bud Light. Let's go to Brian in New Brighton. Brian, you're on with Mark. Good day. I said good day. Uh, I, have, I have two things, uh, one football and one hockey related. Um, okay. First, the, first, the first one football-wise, I think coming out of this bye with the reluctancy to play rookies, um, I, I think that Je- um, the rookie out of Georgia, the left tackle, Broderick Jones, really good. Yeah, well, he, he had a, he really had a better game chip. yesterday. Uh, as Matt Williamson said earlier in the program, he had a couple pass protection issues, but uh, played exponentially better than he did the prior week when he was thrust in due to Dan Moore Jr.'s injury. Well, and Chooks looked. Chooks is awful. Like he just beat so many times 
yesterday that it wasn't even Dan Moore should come back and go to right tackle. That's an awful rookies, big switch have, to make in midseason. And I don't know how hurt Dan Moore still is, but if he can't practice at right tackle during the bye week, you probably flush that idea for good unless injury dictates. I just think the rookies, they, JPZ played good, and the defensive tackle all have been playing good. They need to play. Oh, Keanu Bent, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like I said earlier, PZ played perfect press coverage at the goal line. It was textbook. I kept getting told that he can't play much because he's a rookie and doesn't get it. He needs experience. Well, didn't seem to need experience to not only get that pick, but but just play it perfectly. Yeah, and, and they talk about changing things. That that'd be number one for me. Um, the other, the hockey thing. Are you gonna? I don't know if I'm late to this because I, I don't really pay attention much to preseason hockey. But uh, are you gonna ask Sid about him dropping the gloves against the Sabers? I don't know. Uh, if of course I am. Weekends, but, of course I am. Why okay, would I? I'll why, just, why would he ignore that? He's not the crazy old guy who fights in the preseason like uh, like Brian Trottier was. Let's go to Jack and Irwin. Jack, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Jack? A couple of uh, thoughts about Steeler game. Okay. Uh, first off, Roshevsky shouldn't even be in a college uniform, let alone a, uh, I agree with you 100%, let alone pro uniform. Two, you asked him about optimism about the Steelers. They didn't win the game. Baltimore lost the game. And third off is, uh, you know, just Tomlin. He, um... Not playing as rookies. Uh, well, let's thank you for the call. Let's hear real quick again what Mike Greenberg said this morning on ESPN about Mike Tomlin's role in yesterday's win against Baltimore. It's him bantering with Orlovsky and Ryan. The the one team we're all giving up on is the Steelers. Yep, they're three. They're three and they're in and first. They're they in are first. actually in first. That's because two of their wins they didn't by thirty one yeah. points, and they're three and two. That, that, that's yeah. just Mike Tomlin. He's just Tomlin. Their that, offense that a, is offense. a go route to George Pickens or Kenny Pickett to the left. That's really it. And somehow win. We should make that into a verb. They're Tomlining all their way yes. right now to the top of that division. And of course, that's ridiculous. Mike Tomlin deserves. No credit at all for that victory. He coached very poorly and won despite it. He almost mangled it at the end with poor clock management and improper formation. Just idiocy that the national media talks about Tomlin like that no matter what and will do in perpetuity. Up next, he is a three-time Stanley Cup champion. He's one of the five best hockey players of all time. I have him at number four. Uh, behind Lemieux or Gretzky, and then you got Sid. And I'm actually going to ask Sid where he ranks himself, if that's important to him yet. And, of course, he'll deflect and ignore, and we'll move on to whether he's married yet or not, or engaged or whatever. But it's always a great interview, great guy, great hockey player. He's never let us down. It's Sidney Crosby next on 105.9. He is back for a 19th season. He is one of the top five hockey players of all time. He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the program Penguins captain Sidney Crosby. Uh, yo, are you now the crazy old guy who fights in preseason games? I mean, I get it, but it was still a shock. What happened there? <laughs> I guess that's what's come to. Um, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, I look back. I didn't really see the whole play. I just saw three guys on the ice that looked like both had hit Tanger and I didn't know if one got him high and one low or, or anything like that, but, uh, you know, just trying to, to stick up for one another. And obviously you don't like 
you know, you don't like to see that happen, especially in preseason. So I think it was just a reactionary thing. And, you know, it's uh, just so happened to be preseason, but that's, that's part of the game. No, I think it's great example set. Certainly. Uh, now this game against Connor Bedard tomorrow night, the opener, it's got to remind you of your first game in your rookie year. What kind of memories does this dredge up? Uh, a lot. I mean, it's, you know, it's something that I can relate to and, you know, I think everybody, you know, your first NHL game is, is something that uh, everybody remembers and um, just all the feelings, the emotions that go into it, uh, your dream coming true with playing NHL. But I think, you know, for him, even more so just with all the pressure and expectations that have um, been on his shoulders for a while now. So uh, I can relate to all that and, uh, and know what he's going through, but also know how, how exciting it is, regardless of all that stuff, to just, be playing in your first game. If you could give 18-year-old Sidney Crosby any advice now as a 36-year-old, what would it be? Uh, probably to say no a little bit more as far as just the off-ice stuff. I mean, that's that's one thing I look back on, and it was just it was pretty hectic. And uh, I think it's easier said, you know, said than done. I think at that point, though, there was just so much going on. We were coming out of a lockout. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of expectations on and off the ice as far as, um, you know, doing doing your part um, as a young player and, and trying to help the league and stuff like that. So I think that, you know, it's easy to say that now, but at the time I think it was it was the right thing. It's just uh, it was it was a busy year. It was a lot. And uh, I think, you you know, you feel that pressure, you feel that expectation. And uh, he'll go through that, but he's got great people around him and, and his family, and his team will be there to, to help him out and help him through it. Stats don't mean a lot to you. You've told me that, and I'm, I know that's a very sincere feeling on your part, but you've averaged over a point per game every season you've played in the league. I think that consistency means something to you. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's like you said, it's numbers, but, um, you know, I think the – the streak of being in the playoffs and, and that sort of thing. That's something that, you know, I think uh, for the guys who are part of that, we were, we were really proud of that, but um, you know, point per game. Yeah, it's, it's great. I think it just, it comes down to, you know, wanting the opportunity to play for the Stanley cup when, you know, when playoff time rolls around. So I think I, I think about more, more of that than anything, but you know, consistency has always been uh, something I take really serious and it's a long season and, you know, you go through ups and downs of a season. You want to be someone that can be relied on every night. And uh, I've always I've always tried to have that mentality. I feel like you got one more 100-point season left in you. What do you think? I like the sounds of it. I mean, uh, I'd love to. It's uh, it's not easy. That's uh, that's a tough mark to get to. And it's been, uh, it's been a few years since I've gotten to that. But... Um, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to get that mark. I think that would be that would be good for our team too. If I'm able to get to that, so we'll see. What have you not done in hockey, Sid, that you still want to do? Uh, well, I'd love to win the Stanley Cup at home. I know that's get pretty particular, but uh, you know that's something that uh, I don't think it's ever been done in history of our team. But that's correct. You know that's that's something that uh, you know when. You know, you dream of winning the Stanley Cup. It doesn't matter where it is, but and I've been fortunate enough to do it. But I think uh, to be able to do that at home would be pretty cool. 
I remember you told me as a kid when they just announced the new building was going to get uh, get get ground broken. You wanted to win one at, at, at Mellon Arena before we left, and uh, I kind of kind of smirked, but you were very sincere and you did it. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was. Uh, I think everyone kind of looked at you know the age of our team and the expectations and you know, thought it would take a little bit longer than it did. But I think, you know, our mentality was we thought we were, we were close to being able to do it and hope that we would be able to do it uh, there, anywhere really. But uh, it was nice that we were able to do that um, before switching buildings. Do you yet consider your context, your place in hockey's history, top five, stuff like that? And I know you're going to say you don't, but come on, by now yeah, you got to. I don't. Why would I? I mean, there's uh, I mean, that's a debate, you know, for other people, not me, but um, I, yeah, I don't really, there's no reason for me to really think about that. And obviously there's a ton of, uh, a ton of uh, reasons and things you could debate. So there's not much point in me even going there. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to declare yourself like top five, like, like I do on your behalf, but but I just wonder if privately you wonder. Not at all, huh? No, I don't. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's it's a compliment when you're named, you know, with you know so many great players and, and you're put in that category. But it it really, I love the game and I respect all the players who've you know played before and what they've accomplished. And um, I don't really, I don't really need need to do that as far as. You know, for my own, for my own self, I don't, I don't really need to figure out what that is or, or have that number in mind. It, it really doesn't change, you know, how I feel about the game or how I feel about, you know, what I've done in hockey. It's, it's not really about that. Okay, you've had training camp. Where's this team at? It's an older group. How far can an older group go in a league that's so fast and plays so many games? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to. You know, we'll have to see, but I think that definitely uh, there's there's experience with us, which I think will help. I think one thing, you know, last year we were guilty of is not being able to hold on to leads. So I like to think, you know, with an experienced group, that's something that you know should be a, a bit of a strength as far as understanding situations and and making sure that uh, you know when you do get a lead, especially late in games, that you know you find a way to hold on to it or at least you know grab points and. We were probably uh, guilty of, you know, not just losing leads but losing points um, a number of times, which ends up being the difference. So I think just that experience will hopefully help in a lot of areas. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's something, you know, whether it's depth or, you know, holding on to leads or just understanding situations, um, experience goes a long way. You got Carlson. You guys have always been a very offensive risk-taking team. He's certainly going to add to that in a positive way. And, you know, Sid, I've suggested sometimes that you guys should play more defensively and slow it down. And as a lifelong Penguin guy, maybe I was stupid because it's very apparent what you guys are. It's in your DNA. It predates you even. It goes all the way back to Mario. I mean, you guys have maintained the way the Penguins were, boy, destined to play Sans Corny, but it's kind of worked out that way. Yeah, I mean, you've got to find that balance. And, obviously, you know, you look at the league, you know, there's there's a lot of goals being scored. You know, teams are are putting up a lot every night. And, uh, you know, you've got to be able to score. So that's 
that's obviously a big part. Uh, I think the defensive side is something that, you know, you can't trade. Um, but at the same time, you got to be able to score goals. And, you know, with Carl, he's a guy that, you know, can change a game with one play that's could be nothing really happening. He can make something or nothing. So that's, you know, that's pretty good to have back there. And, um, you know, I think as, as far as offense, he's going to just add, add to that. And we already have a good group, I think. So, um, he'll be able to add to that. And I think it'll just be a matter of, you know, making sure that uh, on the defensive side that, like I said, we don't, we don't trade off. We're talking to Sidney Crosby on the home of the Penguins, 105.90X. Sid, your off-ice workout routine has always been incredibly intense. But at 36, where is it at? Uh, are there times now it's maybe more important to rest than to do extra? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I think it's just, you know, you just manage things a little bit different. Some things are a little bit harder on your body than, you know, now than they used to be. So just being aware of, of what that is and, um, as you said, rest too. I mean, you got to find time to do that and make sure that uh, you're able to go out there physically perform at the level you need to. But uh, it's it's constantly kind of a balancing act. I think it's something that you just try to you know listen to your body and understand um, at times in the schedule or or training, as you mentioned, um, you know when you might need to to back off a little bit. But then when there's opportunities to to go hard, you got to make sure you go hard and get the most out of it too. So. It's just it's about balancing and understanding what you need to do, and it's uh, it's still a learning process even at this point. But I think it's something that's that's important if you want to have success. Do you ever just sit on the couch and watch TV and eat junk food? Yeah, pretty much uh, Sunday off day. That's what it is. <laughs> that that makes me feel a lot better about myself to hear that. Exactly. Although, although I probably do that more often than Sunday. Hey, uh, you guys had that great thing back home for you in Nova Scotia. I thought that was terrific. How, how was that for you to experience that? And does anybody up there not like you? It was an amazing love fest. It was like 100% all Sid. It, you know, it was just really nice. I never thought I would ever have a chance to do something like that. We played there in 07, and uh, it was a pretty quick trip. We were in and out. We went in day of the game and left right after, so just have all the guys there to have my family be a part of it. Um, have everyone home, you know, show the support that they did. Um, yeah, it was all, it was all just really unique and something I didn't think I'd ever have uh, an opportunity to do. So just really grateful that we're able to do it. It's, it's a pretty busy schedule. So to get, you know, three, four days there, uh, be able to show everybody around and just get together with the group, um, during training camp and, especially a lot of new faces and things like that. I thought it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, as far as everything went, it was, it was awesome. It would have been nice to get the win, but, uh, other than that, it was, uh, it was a great experience really. I'm just glad you didn't fight. Uh, now you've been in Pittsburgh 18 years, uh, 19 now this yeah. season. I think everybody here loves you too. I mean, this has really worked out great here. I mean, not just the hockey either. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a great place. I mean, you know, people love sports. Um, and you know what, from day one, they've been so supportive. And obviously they have high expectations of of all teams, especially us, uh, as the years have gone on. Um, but they just couldn't be more supportive. It's a great place to live. And, you know, thinking about the situation I came into, being able to, you know, play with Mario, live with him, 
be able to be surrounded by the young guys that were part of our team coming in and learn with all them and to still be playing with two of them to this day. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty grateful that they were the place, the people, the situation, the organization, um, very, very lucky. Well, that kind of jumped to my next question. What's this like to go the distance with Malkin and Latang? Because now it's apparent. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys are all going to finish up at the same time, but you're going to play the length of your careers together as, as far as it can go. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never know in, in hockey, obviously you don't want to take anything for granted, but to be able to, to go this long and hopefully be able to go, um, a few more years, that would be incredible. It's been uh, a pretty amazing ride to this point. And uh, to be able to have those guys around to you know, go through the experiences we have, uh, to see their drive at this point um, in their career and what they've accomplished, uh, I think it's something that, you know, we all push each other and, you know, we all have really high expectations, but uh, they're driven, they care, they're competitive, and, uh, it's really fun to see that, you know, after all these years, that hasn't changed. Now, you've won all you can win in international hockey. You scored uh, arguably Canada's biggest goal ever. You and Paul Henderson probably uh, deadlocked in that regard. Do you want to play in one more Olympics, which would be in 2026? And, and that would mean at least one more year of NHL hockey beyond your contract. Have you thought about that at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, with the Olympics, it's too bad that it's it's worked out. We haven't been able to, you know, to get there in prior years. But you know, if there's something that's worked out, and uh, that'd be a great opportunity that I'd love to. And you know, I've had some some great experiences playing for Team Canada, and uh, it's you know, as far as the level of hockey and just the product, I don't think you're gonna see any better hockey than than Olympic hockey. So. Um, yeah, that that would be amazing. So I gotta gotta make sure I take care of myself, and I'm playing at a high level. But I'd I'd love to be a part of that. This is a, a dumb question, trick question. But what would you rather win, a gold medal or another Stanley Cup? No way, I'm answering that one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's just skip ahead. Uh, uh, where'd you go this summer? You take some great vacations. I I didn't ask you when I saw you because I wanted to save it for the show. What you do? Yeah, uh, this year I actually went to Norway and. Uh, around there a little bit i went to norway and ireland so um it's been a few years since i've been over to europe and with an early exit there was a little bit more time so um that was that was pretty neat uh, i got to golf a little bit in ireland and then uh, it was a bit of a, a hiking trip in, 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 in norway so um get to see a new place a place i'd always want to see and yeah it was beautiful weather was great uh it was a long off season though so i'm Happy to be back and uh, getting ready to play. Yeah, unusually long, uh, but that's the point. You missed the playoffs. You want it to last longer this time. Did anybody recognize you in Ireland or Norway? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, in, in Ireland, there was a lot of, uh, like, bus tours and things like that. So I ran into some Canadian tours over there. And then in Norway, um, I was surprised. It's not a, a big hockey country, but, um, you know, they definitely uh, – definitely know hockey a little bit so uh ran into some people there but really friendly and yeah both beautiful places and that was that was a cool experience to be able to to see a different part of the world uh what's the last movie you saw and do you anticipate seeing the exorcist reboot i'm not gonna see the exorcist reboot but uh most recent one was oppenheimer the long one
Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Really good, yeah. They uh, mentioned Halifax, Nova Scotia in it too, so it doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, why no Exorcist? Too scary? Yeah, I'm not really a scary movie guy. Okay, fair enough. I, I saw the original. It had nightmares for, for two weeks, and I was 14, and... Uh, you, you know, I, I'm soft. You know that. Now, um, as is tradition, before we wrap up, are you engaged, married, or is anyone expecting? Nope. Nothing to report there. Okay. Well, I feel obligated to ask. And, and finally, and I think this is a, a good thing to wrap up with, you are very comfortable with your age, aren't you? And in this point in your life and career, 36, even the gray hair, I don't think it phases you at all. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, no. I mean, it's what would phase me about my age. You tell me, Coach Ease. I, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't figure it would, but I wanted to ask, like, because you and I talked a bit about dyeing your hair, which you have no intent to do, and I'm sorry I didn't. But I mean, yeah, well, I you're might right. have to if I keep getting all. Everybody comes up to me. It's the first thing they say, so I might have to just eliminate that uh, conversation starter. No, don't give in to people like me. Do what you want. My God, you're Sidney Crosby for heck's sake. Hey, listen. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't worry about age. It's all good. Well, no, if I if I were you and played the way you still do and everything you got going, I, I wouldn't either. Hey, listen, this was great as always. I appreciate you taking the time, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Uh, you going to fight Bedard? No, no, you don't have to worry about that. I kind of wanted to see it. Sid, thanks again. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thanks for having me. Have a good one. That's the great Sidney Crosby. Always a pleasure to have him on. We want your calls, your reaction, your Steeler stuff, anything you want. I always get a kick out of having, I mean, every time Sid or Mario, Troy Pulamalu, Ben, it's always just such a big deal for me. And uh, you talk about feeling young, I don't feel 62 and like I've been doing this too long when we have like Sid on. That's so much fun for me. So thanks to Sid, thanks to Jen Bolano, thanks to Riley Smith and Phil Bork today for that matter. It's been a great day of hockey talk and don't forget we're doing it again tomorrow at the Cambria. That's the hotel right above PPG Paints Arena. We're doing my show there, 3 till 7 p.m., an extra hour for Hockey Talk. It's the Mark Madden Show at 105.9. We kept Sid extra, so this will be a short segment. So get your calls in now for Ask Mark Anything, 412-333-WXDX. Going to have a lot of hockey tomorrow, too. Matt Bartkowski is going to join me. Pierre McGuire with his first weekly segment. Uh, and I'll be doing an extra hour of Hockey Talk from 6 till 7 the show will emanate live from the Cambria, the hotel right above PPG Paints Arena. That's going to be brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, I consider Sid to be the least selfish athlete I've ever known. Probably him and Troy Pulamalu. But I would give Sid a slight nod in that regard. Uh, Sid has no trace of ego, doesn't care about stats. And I know you think he lies when he says that he legitimately doesn't. I have enough casual conversation where points and crap like that don't matter to him at all. And here's how accountable Sid is. Unless I really miss my guess, I mean, did you hear how clear his voice was? He uses a landline to call for interviews so he's heard clearly and so it comes off good. I really do sincerely believe that. Which makes him also a little bit nuts because this is, disposable i know that but i appreciate that he doesn't think that when he calls so great to have sid on and and by the way i often say that i consider sid to be the best captain 
I've ever seen in any sport. I, I really do believe that. I think he's right there in my book with Steven Gerrard, the legendary Liverpool captain. You know, everybody talks about Messier. Messier's team didn't make the playoffs the last seven years. And I do think leadership can be overrated. I think we assign leadership and chemistry to teams after they win. You never hear that a championship team had bad leadership and chemistry and that a uh, losing team had good leadership and chemistry. But Sid's made the playoffs every year, but uh, the first one and then this last one, so... I think his leadership has been pretty effective. Anyway, call now. Ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. Somebody tweeted, you have too much hockey talk today. It's Steeler season. Well, if that costs me listeners, I don't care. This is a hockey show. More At its deepest roots, this show is a hockey show. Period. That comes first, especially today and tomorrow, the day before and the day of the Penguins opener. Any hoodles, call now, ask Mark anything, 412-333-WXDX. Time not to ask Mark anything. By the way, I've got an interesting blog up on the X website. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. Matt Canada is the Steelers' version of Donald Trump. Now, before you hate on me for saying that, read the blog. I bet you agree. Uh, let's go to Melissa. Melissa, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. How are you? Hi, Melissa. Great interview with Sid. But what I want to know is whether you think Sidney Crosby would go out with Taylor Swift. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. For one thing, he's been with his uh, girlfriend, Kathy, who is super cool. They've lived together for I don't know how many years now. They just haven't made it official, which is why I asked that kind of joking question uh, at the end of every interview. But uh, no, uh Sid's not a celebrity, uh, well, there's a bad word I could use there, but you get my drift. Uh, my idea years ago was to set him up with Ric Flair's daughter. But they were uh, both they were both Charlotte. They were both otherwise committed at the time, and, and Sid still is. But uh, I thought they would have made a nice couple. They could have, like, won fitness contests together. And, uh, boy, I forget the name. Oh, he liked uh, he liked Maria Sharapova way back when. I think that's the well, only celebrity crush he's ever mentioned. Great. Well, I hope when he ties the knot, he asks you to be his best man. I, I don't think that'll happen, but uh, it, it's great to have Sid on the show. He's an awesome guy. Like I, like I say about Sid, he's never let us down. You think about that, and it, it sounds like there's a lot of people you can say that about, but then you think about the word never. Sid has never let us down. Uh this segment brought to us by People's Natural Gas and the Central Utilities Company. Clean, safe, reliable energy. That's peoples-gas.com. Let's go to Rick in Brighton Heights. Rick, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Great interview with Sid. Uh, in your interview, you talk about his workout regimen and taking time off. I mean, I think albeit for a small goal for Sid, I think his goal is to play every game this year and not take uh, like a day night after. Oh yeah, you know, but it, it no, well, Sid never takes off. He never practices load management, even in, in half of a, of a back to back. He only plays when he's injured, but you know, at 36, I mean, last year, him and Evgeny Malkin each played all 82 games. That's the first time that's ever happened for both in the same year. So it'd be great if it happened again. And I know Sid wants that. And so does Gino, but, uh, I'm not sure that's the way I would bet. Let's go to Evan in Steubenville. Evan, ask Mark anything. 
What up, man? What up, man? Uh, I know you're talking about the new Exorcist reboot. Have you ever seen the Exorcist 3? Um, was that the one with Richard Burton? Uh, it was George C. Scott and Brad Dourif. The guy oh, I did see that. Me. Stop, cut, uh, turn, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it. It was terrible. So was Exorcist 2. Uh, yeah. the one, uh, the one about the heretic or the, the, you know, the origin story about Pazuzu, that was okay, but I, I heard this one's really good. I'm interested. And follow up, where do you sit in the movie theater? What's your go-to spot? As far back as I can. Let's go to Ian in Monroeville. Ian, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark Madden. Um, do you ever work out at the gym? No, I have a treadmill at home. Okay. Why do you ask? I don't know. You're the coolest guy ever. Oh, you're right. Thank you for the call. If I did work out at the gym, it wouldn't be your gym. Let's go to uh, Eric in Toledo. Eric. Hey, Double M. Hey, you have uh, accurately uh, said that Pickett has had more than ample time to prove that he can play at this level. But that said, is it too early to declare him a bust? You put yes. that label on him. Yet? Yes, it is too early. It's not too early to wonder if he's a bust. And uh, if he doesn't play much better near year's end, uh, it it won't be unreasonable if the Steelers start thinking about another alternative at quarterback, although they won't. I have said repeatedly that Pickett will start all of next year no matter what. Thank you, Super Genius. Thank you. Let's go to Chainsaw. Chainsaw. Ask Mark anything. Do you what up, man? What up? Do you think that Sid is so dedicated to being a hockey, the best hockey player in the world, that he has waited to get married and have a kid as both could be a distraction during his playing career? Well, I mean, Sid's lived with his girlfriend for, boy, if it's not a decade, it might be longer. So, I, you know, he might as well be married, right? I don't think a distraction figures into it. There's a difference. At all. There's a difference. Well, I, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. But then again, I've never been married. Let's go to Ben. Ben, ask Mark anything. Mark, is Brock Purdy the MVP? Seventh-round pick, and he's playing better than anyone else, and that includes a guy we took in the first round the same year. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because people make fun of San Francisco for blowing it with Trey Lance, but they more than made up for it by drafting Brock Purdy with the last pick of the draft. He's unbelievable. I think to some degree he's a product of their system, but not totally, not 100%. That some bitch is making crazy plays and yeah, right now he's a Pro Bowl selection in my mark in my mind. I agree. All that matters is that they found them. That's right. Let's take one talk back. Hey, Mark, it's Brad. Um, I have a question. Do you think the Steelers are that good, or the AFC North is that bad? I don't think the Steelers are that good. As far as the AFC North being that bad, there's been a lot of injuries, like the Burrow thing, and Cleveland's had some key injuries. Baltimore, too. I mean, it's, but it's football. You get people hurt all the time. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. The jury's out on the AFC North. I don't think the Steelers are very good. But they might win the next how many games. I mean, let's look at who they play. I've got my official UPMC magnetic schedule right here. At LA Rams, winnable. Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Green Bay, three straight home games, all winnable. They might be 7-2 and two before we know it. Okay, let's hit the music. Great show today. But I would think that because it involves me. 
Then again, I'm my own worst critic. It was a great show. See you tomorrow at Cambria, right next to BPG Paint Serena. 105.90X. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.